This week we take it just about as far as it'll go as we watch the infamous 1980 grindhouse horror film, Cannibal Holocaust. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, the co-host with the co-most, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, sir? It's only 79 degrees in New York, and the humidity is only like 36%, so I am doing very, very well. Thank you very much. That sounds wonderful, but Tim... 103 degrees the other day. Again, we are not alone on our journey. As always, we are joined by the third seat of our podcast, and I know... She drives me crazy, Candace. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Candace, and for the weather report in Missouri, it's a nice, balmy 82 degrees, just perfect for summer. Oof. That's currently. God damn. Yeah, we had tornadoes like Thursday night, but they weren't bad. Lovely. And we are joined this week by the host of Wednesdays We Talk Weird, the podcast about cryptids and all sorts of craziness that's going on just below, well, the surface of our world, I suppose. It's Ashers. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to to do this. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, as much as I'm a weirdo, um, I don't get to get weird with my, uh, my movies very often. So I'm, I'm super excited. Well, boy, howdy, did you get weird with your movies this time? <laughs> so it's all or nothing, huh? I feel Pretty like much, this yeah. was a challenge. Oh, <laughs> so, of course, it's August, and we're doing a uh, kind of an, I don't know, collection of over-the-top practical effects, blood, guts, and gore. Ah, guts. Get the pun. Ashers, what did you pick? I, um, yeah, so you're gonna put this on me, are you? Is, is that what, is that what it yeah. is? Um, I, you picked it, right? <laughs> I did, I, I <laughs> guess, I guess I did, yeah. Um, so I, I chose Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. That's and, a, uh, a great went, selection. You went straight to the top. Uh, straight to the top, absolutely, that's how, that's how I do my movies. Um, you know, that's my general thing. So when I'm not, uh, hunting monsters, I'm, I'm writing horror reviews and, and I write them for these types of movies, so um cannibal holocaust is definitely within my honestly within my top three and i know that probably sounds insane but i'll wow. uh i'll explain why i'll explain why we'll get there well, like, i like, mean for like these overall... types of movies yeah but is this like the top three overall is it like gone with the wind cannibal <laughs> holocaust and um <laughs> Wizard of Oz. The bus? <laughs> no i know i just in general yeah this is uh yeah pretty much that's how it yeah gosh oh, yeah, that, that's terrible. something so I guess we'll go around the room and we'll end with you because you probably have the most background on this one, Ashers. But first, sure. Candace, what's your history with the movie Cannibal Holocaust? Well, over the years, I always try to pick up a backlog of horror movies, you know, historical ones that have significance and... <clears throat> Sorry. This was one of those you always hear about it. Everybody whispers in the uh -huh. classroom about Cannibal Holocaust. And I finally found it, and I watched it, 
and I had hoped to have never watched it again because it is a very good movie, but it's not one that I personally is like, you know what? It's a Saturday afternoon. I'm not doing anything. Let's pop in Hannibal <laughs> Holocaust for a good time. <laughs> yeah. And when was the first time you watched it? How long ago? Oh, uh, oh, many years ago. I'd say probably 12, 13 years ago. And I, some wow. of this, I think I completely forgot. So, yeah, I think my mind was trying to protect me. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, because it's quite memorable. What about you, Tim? What's your history with this movie? Uh, about three hours worth of history. First time I've ever seen it. Wow, really? One of those, yeah, like Candace said, one of those movies I've always heard about, but... I think by the time that I started hearing about it, it was available, I was kind of like out of that phase, you know, because I went through my whole Dawn of the Dead, uh, the more disgusting something is, the more I wanted to watch it. Trying try to find think, the hardest shit you can. Yeah, but I think what did it for me was uh, hearing about the animals in the movie, mm. and I was just like, nah, you know what, I can watch Dawn of the Dead, or I can watch Day of the Dead, and get that same visceral thing, and I don't have to worry about, did they just kill a 200-year-old fucking turtle? <laughs> yeah, so my history with it is... Again, this is one of them I rented far too young at the video store across the street from oh, the God, hotel. How my old parents you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would have been whatever age you are, the second year of middle school. So eighth grade, what is that, thirteen? So you're probably like thirteen. Saw it then and, and immediately fell in love. I think I sandwiched this between like black roses and faces of death. So it's it, it it hit right in between those two for me. Uh, well, I think this is done better than almost anything you're gonna see in fucking faces of death. True, true. So Asher's. Well, this... Oh, sorry, go no, ahead. Go ahead, Asher's. No, 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 no. It's... Asher's is more important. Go ahead. Of course. So Asher's, you brought this to us. What's your history with Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah, so uh, it's actually funny that you mentioned Faces of Death um, because that was my first movie kind of getting introduced to the genre of this kind of these disturbing movies, I guess. Um, actually, we used to go rent horror movies, you know, at the local video store and... Um, we thought Faces of Death was a run-of-the-mill horror movie, and it, it wasn't. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it definitely... When's the movie was, starting? What the fuck? Uh, right, yeah. It was it was pretty wild, um, and I watched it with, with my mother. Um, oh, and, good. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> during that time in my life, um, we had also discovered Rotten.com. So oh, I've always been, been kind there. of... Oh, shit, I remember that fucking and site. I, I was in, when I watched Faces of Death, I was in sixth grade. I, I mean, I was really young. And so, I mean, I, I just, I really started getting into this kind of stuff. And then because we were also, you know, I kind of had that thing for, you know, the, the real life gore and whatnot, um, you know, the disturbing movies kind of also scratched that itch because they were a little bit easier to get a hold of um, than it was operating the internet on dial up to get, you know, 20 seconds of a beheading video. So, um, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Um, but I didn't actually see Cannibal Holocaust until uh, until I was about in my teens, and you know, at that point, I was um, I was I was borrowing these types of movies from the internet. So um, yeah, but it's been I mean, it's something that I, I, I probably it watch it. Right it's gonna be so fucking late. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. of course, of course, it's all ethical. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, by that point, now in my life, I probably watch it about twice a year, <laughs> so at least. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when people talk about... I know, about... I watched this movie, and I was like, damn, I need to clean, cleanse my palate. Let me watch Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good, like, hangover, lazy Sunday morning kind of movie. Yeah. You just throw yeah, on absolutely. in the background. Yeah. 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 My, uh, my experience with Faces of Death, so our little mom-and-pop video store that I would go to, you know, where the VHSs in the back are all, like, dusty and stuff, 
This was like in a basement. Like it was a real low rent rental place. And they didn't have Faces of Death because I was specifically looking for it. What they had was something called Death's Faces. What? So it was yeah, like there a was a couple off. of ripoffs yeah. of that fucking yep, thing after a while, right? Yeah, Traces yeah. Trace, No, it was, it was Traces of Death was yep. the one that I remember. Traces and of Death was a better one. It was it was a knockoff, and it was execution videos from like China. Yeah, and it was like uh, it, it reminded kind of reminded me of this because it was also like uh, uh, anthrop anthropology footage of you know like cannibal uh, funerals and stuff. Like it was real stuff. I was like, cannibal "What the funeral? fuck? I thought Holy Faces shit. of Death was supposed to be fake." <laughs> Yeah, the 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 weird like Italian mondo horror cinema thing that hit in the seventies and eighties was, I mean, it was insanity. And it's weird, like you said, there was kind of this veneer of like we're doing a documentary, but it's just completely like exploitation. So, well, you remember, I think Faustus did uh, some show on the Grind Band about like two of those movies, like from like the thirties. And he said they just put a place card up before, you know, this is for uh, educational purposes only, this, that. Mm -hmm. And so they, they got were able to get it. away with showing out yep. whatever they wanted. Right. Yeah, I've got I that This is how you don't get VD by fucking a girl raw dog, see? Jesus. Damn. I took a horror movie course, <laughs> a horror movie appreciation course in college. And they spent a long time talking about the Mondo cinema, the Mondo yeah, the, films. Yeah, the Mondo thing is definitely, you know, that's not something that we we can have today it's just doesn't it will never exist it's pure again your exploitation um, it, it yeah it absolutely is and uh you know i know that um you know eli roth tried to kind of replicate it with uh the green inferno yeah. and it, it didn't Which go blew well my mind when i heard that in this fucking movie i was like holy yeah. fuck did you didn't realize <laughs> that that was the original title of cannibal holocaust was green inferno yeah. no yeah, completely that, shocked. Yeah, that's what it was. So I mean, well, but when he did try to replicate it, I mean, you know, those, those of us who appreciate, you know, the the history and whatnot of the Mondo film. I mean, I I enjoyed the Green Inferno, but a lot of people um did not, and so and understandably so. Um, but yeah, it just it, it definitely proved that 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 genre is is dead. You know, as as mm. you know, you can go back and revisit it, but it will never be. <laughs> revived I mean, ever again it, 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 it morphed into found footage found right like, mondo mm. films walked so that found footage could run exactly sort of i would actually say if you you get into like antichrist and and uh, hereditary like that style you you get i mean specifically antichrist right like that it's not this kind of specific like exploitation film, but like the graphic nature of it, definitely you can oh, see those its are roots here. Absolutely, still alive and well. Well, I mean, you have stuff that was that's groundbreaking and and as recent as a a Serbian film, you yep. know, and that's that's yep. relatively new. I mean, you definitely still have this disturbing you know cinema that's still out there, just not in the not in the Italian cannibal <laughs> family. Well, I think what that. it is is it's less. They're not putting as much of it out, but they're still putting it out. And it's so the, when it happens, you get those more. You get the Serbian film where everybody's going to watch it because that's the only film that's out like that for the last five years. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. So I think we'll get a little bit into the background of this film because, boy, howdy, does it have a background. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So originally directed by, I'm going to try, folks. Um, I am not Italian. I'm of Finnish origins, but American through and through. I'm going to give you it a shot. You can say though. all those fucking Finnish words, but you can't say anything Italian? I can't say anything Finnish either, Tim. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he can't finish is what he's trying to say. 
<laughs> so, directed by Ruggiero Diodato. Dato? Diodato? I think it's Deodato. So, I'll, I'll, I'll interject. Deodato. I'm, I'm Italian, all right? I'm oh, very Italian. okay. Well, here we go. So that's why we have you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah, Say those names. <laughs> You're token Italian here. Um, it's Ruggiero Diodato. Very wonderful. This is the <laughs> second part of his Cannibal Exploitation trilogy between the film Jungle Holocaust and Inferno in Diretta. <laughs> Close enough. I'm not familiar with that. T- I have, you know, yeah. I'll be honest with you. This is the only Diodato movie I've ever seen. So, mm-hmm. And it is the uh, kind of uh, that, that, that Inferno and Diorata was meant to be his kind of spiritual successor to the last house on the left. Uh, because the translation of it is house uh, on the edge of the park. Oh, yeah. I know that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that title. And very recently, he directed a segment in the horror anthology called Death Sember, which sounds like some poor, terrible, like portmanteau that I'd come up with for a theme. What a a hack thing to name it, huh? Yeah. And uh, yeah, his his one was named uh, A Small House in the Countryside. So maybe it's part of the house on the edge of the park. Yeah. (laughs) Written by Juan Franco, Gianfranco. I'm trying here, folks. I really apologize. Claire C., uh, who wrote Devilfish and the New York Ripper. This stars... okay. (laughs) Devilfish. This stars Robert Kerman. Tim, are you familiar with Robert Kerman's work? Uh, Yes, but I'll let you explain it anyway. (laughs) Well, he plays Harold. (laughs) He has over 187 credits that are mostly porn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention well. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Candace knows right away. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of pornography. He did this as kind of like a turn to doing, quote unquote, legitimate cinema, but then okay. just went right back went to right doing back to porn. porn. Yeah, and he was also in Night of the Creeps, though, so that's good. Porn Who does was later. Night of the Creeps? Wasn't that also porn? No, Night of the Creeps wasn't porn. I know. That was a bad joke. Nobody. I get it. (laughs) Thank you. Well, now Uh, I'm going to look that up. There was Night of the Crabs, and it was a cautionary porn. It it, it was fucking terrifying. (laughs) Uh, So we've also got, let me go back to my notes here. Okay. Perry Perkinen as Jack and Tim. Oh, the Viking? Yeah. (laughs) Tim, I only bring this guy up. Because he's got one other credit that you're going to love in particular. Oh, he had boy. a cameo in the 1995 film Cruel Jaws. Holy shit. I just watched <laughs> it like maybe last month ago. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Carl York as Alan. And uh-oh, guys, he's a bloody buddy. He's been on the show before. He was the dance chaperone. For the film Idle Hands. Yeah, what? okay. That's wild. Yeah, no, that's, that's, wow. I'm running through uh, all the movies that we've done, and the last movie I would say that he would be in would either be The Entity or Idle Hands. Yeah, this one strikes similar notes to The Entity, but we'll get to that. So, a little <laughs> yeah. bit of background on kind of like what the vibe was for this film, at least in my investigations, and that is that uh, the director based this film because he saw a documentary about, or he saw a film about a documentary crew that died investigating a cannibal tribe in Africa. Uh, That 
mixed in with his son. He saw his son watching a really violent news story, and the news was focusing more on the shock of what was happening rather than the, the story or, or anything of, of like actual importance. If it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of that, take this with a little bit of a grain of salt, though, because this director is a little unreliable, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Because he also claims that he intended this film to be a criticism on American imperialism. Uh, I I believe it. I can see it a little bit. I get that, yeah. But he also says that he really regrets the scenes of animal cruelty and that specifically a lot of them were done as a, a way of feeding the cast that was there. I don't believe oh, that part. Oh, no, no, no. I believe that Come he on. might regret it now, but I don't think it was for that. I think he did it for the shock value. Can you imagine you're a fucking PA on that set? And guess what? Not only you're in that fucking hot-ass fucking jungle, but uh, we didn't bring any food, so you better go find a fucking turtle. Your soup's on. Yeah. You like skunk? <laughs> yeah. So it was released in Italy and then banned 10 days later. The film Best was seized. thing that ever happened to the movie, right? No, Tim, come on. The film no, was then... No I'm, not, no, I'm not saying it should... Uh, no, but usually when something gets banned, that's it. Now everybody wants to see it. Anybody who this wasn't is... going to ever hear about that movie before, as soon as it got banned, now everybody knows it. I think this is one of the most infamous titles in the video nasties that England had during the 80s. All well, the I mean, movies you got that two were banned bad words together. Yeah, so yeah, that was... Cannibal and you had Holocaust. <laughs> So, right, they were originally going to call it Green Inferno, like you guys were saying, but but then they decided, well, Cannibal Holocaust, those are two of the, you know, most it's shocking true. words that we can put together for, for a title, and goddamn if it didn't work, but, and they add, they, you just you're need right. a baby to the title somehow, right? <laughs> cannibal Baby Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> baby Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> oh, God, but, no, then the other... Like, they, they did advertise it. They wore it on their sleeve. Like, it was literally on the cover of the movie, banned in over 50 countries. Yeah, because that way you're like, ooh, I need to watch this. It's taboo. Yeah. I think I said before, when I went to Catholic school, like, every Friday, we would get, like, a list from the nuns. Like, what books, what uh, records, or what movies not to go see. That's why I picked up Billy Joel, and I found That's out a... about uh, Come Out, Come Out, Virginia. That is the most stupid idea for yes, trying to get people to not look at something. I know. I, Here's you a think list I of what ever, not You think I'm like fucking like 12 years old, I would have gone out and fucking bought a Billy Joel album on my own? <laughs> yeah. It's like Dare. You know how Dare was all like, oh, we're going to get kids off the of drugs. But then they just, I remember they brought in for like an assembly, a suitcase full of drugs. And they were describing Damn. like. Yeah, that they confiscated, and they were just like, this is LSD. This makes you, like, see things and stuff. And I'm like, okay. euphoria. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, like, writing my list down. You'll be happy. You'll feel one with the universe. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to do the weed one. The LSD (laughs) one, probably. The mushrooms, for sure. The cocaine one, I'm not. I'm on the fence about that one because already I have too much energy. Uh, We're not going to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like marketing for drugs. God. It worked in reverse. I don't know. They they were trying. They didn't know what that the fuck and always doing. telling you that somebody's going to give you free drugs. Oh, come on. Yeah, That's that the one. Worst lie. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. 
I'm still waiting for free drugs. It's just right. It just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, I take my kid out trick or treating, and I'm I'm hope every year I'm like, please, please let there be drugs in here, and there never is. It's terrible. Yeah, also... A few years ago, I took my my uh my oldest out trick or treating, and someone gave him a pocket knife. Hell oh, yeah! That's <laughs> horrifying, but awesome. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like going, you know, that's for the motherfucker who gives you a razor on the apple. You stab him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like dumping out his candy, and I'm like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> who did this?" By the way, maybe I was your son was being slick, and he already had the pocket knife, and that's yeah. how he's going to try oh, to yeah. sneak True. it into the house. Holy shit! There's porn in here. No, whoever gave that kid the fucking. We were teasing this in the Discord. By the way, join our Discord. We were teasing this in the Discord, but I would love to do a segment where we just have like the badass of the fucking week. Whoever gave oh, your like kid... Oh, like the guy who uh, did the Wookiee shit on his girlfriend in Australia? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I know that's really like not politically correct to laugh at, and that's some serious what? shit if anybody's really going through that, but people were calling that woman up at 3 o'clock in the morning and sounding like... Chaka. Doing a Wookiee. Doing a Wookiee impression. <laughs> so this dude, for context for I mean, who knows where that's going to escalate to at some point, but right now, it's fucking funny. girlfriend broke up with him, and so for revenge, he posted signs all over in Australia that said, like, we're doing a Chewbacca impersonation contest. Call this number and do your Win, best. Win like 500 pounds or whatever kind of money they use down in. 500 dollar dues or whatever the fuck they call them <laughs> down there. And so it's just all these people called her. And it's this news story where she's like, it's fucking terrible and immature. And she's playing her voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, howdy, mate. I'm here to do my uh, Wookiee. <laughs> now give me my hundred dollar reduce and i'm like god damn <laughs> so two two of them number one the, the guy who gave candace's kid the pocket knife for halloween <laughs> that's what we should have the award it's called the, the golden pocket knife the golden pocket knife and number two is the dude the dude that had people do chewbacca impressions they're the they they win the golden pocket knife. <laughs> so that's it. It's a new thing. Yeah, now it's a thing. So this film was seized by the Italian courts first for obscenity, and then the director was charged with murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most that yeah, sounds like some made-up shit, but it's true. It, yeah. yes. Which is the wildest part. Again, that's brilliant marketing. Who's that guy, William Castle, who used to do that shit with the tingler and all that other stuff? Yep. Yep. It wasn't Get a marketing stunt, though. arrested for fucking murdering the cast? Well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, he had all the cast sign uh, contracts to where they would disappear because he was going for this found footage thing. You know, he was trying to make it seem as real as, as it could. So, um, yeah, I mean, the courts, uh, they arrested him, and they're like, well, where's these people at? And he's like, uh, <laughs> they're <laughs> here. Backfired. But they hadn't, right, they hadn't been seen in, in a year. You know, and then so he had to bring everybody in, and then it was it was unfortunate because, uh, you know, they everybody's even to this day, uh, some people are still convinced that the pole girl is is a real, you know, woman that's impaled on a pole, and um, that he couldn't get the original actress to come to come in and uh, and show that she was alive and well, and then show how they did it. Um, but they did get somebody else. Eventually, all charges were dropped. Uh, but I dated a guy who 
um let's just con- convinced that that's still a thing i'm like no it's not, that wasn't real he's like no there's no way that's not real i'm like okay <laughs> there's no way it's real no like at one point in this movie i'm looking why are they filming themselves committing fucking crimes so yeah i don't know if the uh, the pole girl is real let's hope not no. and that's the magic of editing let me tell you about it i do it every week for this podcast <laughs> yeah we all know the yeah. hate crimes you've yeah. committed oh my yeah. god Candace. <laughs> so yeah they they provided evidence that the people weren't actually killed on film and that was enough to get the charges dropped if i was one of those actors i'd be like uh so how much am i getting on the back end now before you want me to show up in court yeah sure, i could stay here in canada for another couple of weeks right <laughs> Oh, that's a good move. And that's so funny because then, again, with the found footage thing, this is like literally what they did with the Blair Witch Project. Right? I was just going to say, it's the Blair Witch trip. before Blair Witch. Because it worked. It did work. I mean, that, you know, it got people talking about this movie that otherwise, you know, just a niche little community would have, you know, kind of talked about for a minute and then thrown away. But yeah, like you said, I mean, once you tell people that they can't watch something, then they want to watch it more. And that's... uh you know, all the buzz about it. Everybody then had had to rush out and see it as soon as they could. How many people watch The Wizard of Oz just to see if you can really see a hanging dwarf? <laughs> or to see if you can hook it up with, uh, what was it, Dark Side it of the works. Moon? It works. Dark Side of the yeah, Moon, it does. Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. 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 <laughs> Freaky. Got to wait for the second roar of the lion. I remember that. That's insane. Jesus. Whoever figured that out, too, by the way. <sighs> Where are they now? I like, just, what, are, what are they doing with their life? I'm, I'm very no, I just imagine somebody sitting in their mom's basement who's just like so fucking high and stoned and they just kind of like an obsession kid like fucking on meth and they're like, man, I'm just going to fucking put Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon on repeat. And then one of their friends came over and was like, hey, I got this movie. Let's watch Wizard of Oz. And they just kept watching that on repeat. And every once in a while, getting up to go to the bathroom or getting some Doritos, they paused the both of them. And then somehow or another just magically synced up. Because that is fucking freaky how somebody figured that shit out. See, it's either that or I think this dude is just like currently sitting in some weird room right now that's damp. And he's like, I don't know. I don't he, he's, white stamp. he's watching like some Jackie Chan movie right now trying to sync it up with Dark Side of the Moon. Like he's just been going through every movie he can think of oh, and trying to sync yeah, it Yeah, that's much better than just like picking randomly two two different movies and two different CDs and see what happens. So you yeah. just stick with Dark Side and just keep going. Yep, yep. Because I don't know if you know this, but Pink Floyd fans, they're uh, a little obsessive. Really? <laughs> what? Really? Talking to the guy with the Dark Side of the Moon tattoo. <laughs> I yeah. always said if my kid ever came home and was like, Man, have you ever listened to Pink Floyd? They're great. I would immediately search his room for drugs. Oh, you better. Let me tell you. No, no, no. no, no. Let me say, within like three months of his first Pink Floyd album, you better start searching his room for pop. Yeah. yeah. True. Pink Floyd, Tool, Fish, um, who else? But see, I liked Pink Floyd before I started smoking pot. Wow. Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. No, yep. never liked the Grateful Dead. Yeah. yeah, me either. So I think uh, that's about all of it I have for the background. Unless anybody has something they want to interject, we can start breaking the movie down. No. no, I think we're good. All right. So we start with some lovely folk music. And first of all, I got to give yeah, a hat off. Who did the music for this? It's really good. Listen, I love, I love the soundtrack. I, it's hilarious. It's amazing. It's just. Do you have the soundtrack, Ashes? I do. Uh, well, I mean, everything's digital now, but yes, I do. It's it's in my uh, <laughs> it's in my library. I listen to it in my car. 
Okay, so I think somebody was telling me that one soundtrack. of the names of the track is like Tea Time. Oh, I, yeah. I, there's some hilarious names for it. That's a really good question. I guess I'm never looking at it because I'm usually driving when I'm listening to my music, but that's, that's yeah. a good... I've got the whole, I've got the whole soundtrack <laughs> downloaded. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try to say the name of the person who did the soundtrack, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Riz or Talani? Or Talani? I sure. think you got the first part, right? Yep. I think he also, by the way, Tim, <laughs> speaking of uh, wearing like super duper tight yellow and black tri uh, track suits like you, this guy did the uh, soundtrack for Kill Bill Volume 1. Holy shit. Oh. Wow. Yep, as well as I like Paprika. to think right now there's some kid out there in the Uma Thurman yellow and black track suit. <laughs> <laughs> some kid out there. Yeah. I'm the bride. Just... <laughs> <laughs> My name is. <laughs> that was a fun move that he was doing. I'd liked it. Yeah. So we yeah, guys... I was this music. I was humming it all day. I'm like doing laundry and I'm humming it. And I'm like, God damn it! It's really good. <laughs> I couldn't get out of my head. I know. Yeah. No. It's 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 really a lot of fun. I really like the, you know, the boo. That's my favorite part in the song. Wonderful. So <laughs> a little behind the scenes here too. By the way, whenever we're doing movies, I like for some reason a, a song that has in my mind is tangentially related to the movie will get stuck in my head. So like last one with the Prowler, it was uh, uh, poison talk dirty to me because the Prowler feels like such an antiquated version of a slasher. And that poison song is just like, it, okay, it's an 80s sex song, but we're talking about going to the drive-in in your dad's Ford. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? So this one though, nothing. Nothing hit in my head. I was like listening to all sorts of my stuff. And then one song did. One song made two brain cells just randomly in my fucking head rub oh, together. How dangerous that is. When those two cells rub together. <laughs> yep, yep. That's, that's what got Shasta McNasty up on the blood bank. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be Destroy playing it at the end. Destroy those brain cells. Oh, uh, yeah, those two need to go. But we'll be playing that song at the end of the podcast. So we catch a news report about four youngsters who are going to head into the Green Inferno, which is a very, very big treat area. and The most treat area. <laughs> the most treat area. <laughs> I would <yeah>. say so. <laughs> uh, and by the way, yeah, that was supposed to be the title of the film, the Green Inferno, but yeah, Eli Roth did his homage to it later on. We kind of covered it. Well, it turns out that they went there and they never came back. But a professor, this professor, he decides he's going to go into the woods to uh, figure out exactly what happened to all of them. And that's kind of the premise that we start with, right? Wait, this must be like the, the Rockefeller mm. guy? Are you Rock asking, is that what they're trying to, like, simulate here? Well, no, because one of the Rockefeller kids went into the fucking jungle and he never came and disappeared. out. And disappeared, yeah. happened, right? Okay. So that would probably be around, was it around maybe the same time that happened when this movie was made? Uh, There's a lot of people was... who went into the Amazon and never came out. Yeah, but your name is a Rockefeller, and uh, guess who got all the press that I remember it all these years later? True, true. If you're a Rockefeller, you, you kind of get a lot, a little bit more attention than your average Joe Schmo, for sure. Maybe, yeah. What are those yeah. poor Rockefellers up to now, I wonder? Yeah, those poor guys. Probably just being rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Professor wants to go head in there. And then we cut to a bunch of folks in, in the jungle uh, having, uh, having dinner. And, uh, you know, they got some bones that they're eating off of. 
Uh, one of them clearly is a human femur. And just about then, we get some military folk sneaking up on him, getting the drop on him, and shooting the ever-loving shit out of these poor natives. One of the military folk catches a blow dart to the fucking arm, which, love that. I, I, we need more blowgun darts in cinema nowadays. Yes. What happened to them? I, that's a good question. That's there's still a thing. I don't know. I'm not sure why they're not in cinema. Uh, suicide Sad. Squad brought it back. Why oh, really? Say the Suicide Squad. Hmm. Didn't that movie come out in 2016? Uh, no, that was just Suicide Squad. This one is the Suicide Squad. Oh, oh my okay. God. Don't get him confused. <laughs> come on. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, yes, yeah, so they blow the shit out of everybody. Uh, one of the natives tries to make it out to his boat and go off into the water, but they shoot the Bad shit boy. out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they in point, the fucking jungle, right? Jesus Christ. Dude, yeah, they're, they're supposed there. to be this really reclusive tribe that no one ever really sees, but they found him pretty fucking quick. Well, I think what this movie is trying to imply about indigenous people is that they're like startled birds. That loud oh, sounds yeah. just make them run right away and go right to their homes. Yeah. Because it's like three times in this fucking movie, somebody's like shooting a rifle up in the air so they can follow people back to where they live. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That, that yeah. becomes a big move for everybody. So, yeah, we round up the rest of them. Mr. Arm Dart dies. And... Yeah, they were trying to treat his uh, clearly poisoned dart wound by mm -hmm. making like slitting up above it. To, I guess try to bleed it out. It's like no, it's too late. That's not going to work. No, he's got to suck that, that, that poison out. is in his blood system now. He's going to die. Yeah. Doesn't work out for him, poor guy. So now we uh, cut back to the professor. He's like, "All right, we're gonna go." Meets up with the lieutenant. The lieutenant, by the way, offers him a beer. And and this is a weird move. Like just popping a beer for somebody, and then the guy being like, "No, thank you." Like, motherfucker, I just opened the beer. Like, at least take a sip or two off of it. That's true. At least pretend like you're going to drink it. Yeah. Well, they made the right move because it turns out to be skunk beer. Literally. <laughs> yeah, it turns out not to be the best of beers. And I like the lieutenant's like, look, you look dummy. You probably shouldn't be going in there. Uh, by the way, the people you're looking for, look, look what we found off of one of the guys that we just took out. And he slides a little necklace over that... Clearly, the native person took, we'll find out, is Faye, one of the forced people, filmmakers, lighters, and, and uh, kind of made it into a cool-looking necklace. Would have been better if it had, like, some puka shells on it, though, or something. <laughs> Pretty it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, now they introduce him to the guide, and the guide's a cool dude, because he's all like, look, man, all this shit you're packing, like, what the, what the fuck is all of this? It, that's going to be heavy. You have to carry all of it, dum-dum. Yeah. Well, then they just make their hostage carry it. Well, that's true. If their plan was to get a hostage, then, you know, no, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, I like how that's their go-to move. It's like, well, the only way this is going to work is if we get a hostage. I'm like, right, yeah, it's gonna, sitting, yeah, setting the hood off the on the hostage, right foot. Put him on a long vine leash and shoot up in the air and just follow him back to his house. And that's just it. make sure that he's carrying everything. <laughs> I mean, they do take care of him a little later on. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, oh, all right, yeah. well, here we go we'll with uh, the American imperialist going on, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's certainly capitalism, and it's uh, exploiting We're the labor. We're going to insult injury. Not only are you a hostage, but uh, you're a carry-all. Yeah. So, yeah, they take their pack mule human, who we find out is the native son here of a shaman. Probably a bad move to do that. Mm. 
Well, whatever, pack some guns, some medicine, and we go off on our expedition. Starting off by wading through a creek and getting some leeches on our nuts. Oh, yeah, fuck that water. No way I'm going in there. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. It also shows some like wildlife, some stock photos of wildlife, and it showed a sloth, and I was like, thank God they don't kill the sloth in this movie. Yeah. I, I, I when I saw I the sloth, I was that. like, oh no. Every time, because like I said, this is the first time I saw the movie, but I've heard the history. So every time I see any animal, I'm like, oh no. Oh yeah, no. What's is this happen? the one? <laughs> but that one is, no, Especially... that one's got those fucking dick fish in it. No way I'm going in. <laughs> the Kindiru? <laughs> He's yeah. gonna put on a condom first. That's all. <laughs> Does that work? The... No, fuck that shit. I'm an American. I don't have to wear a condom if I don't want I to. I goddamn heard... right, Tim. <laughs> this is an urban legend, probably, but I always heard that it goes up when you pee in the river because it swims up your pee stream into your dick hole. No, it's not a fucking uh, salmon going up fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. stream. <laughs> it's trying to spawn in your balls, Tim. <laughs> They need that in movies. That's what they need. The Kindiru. Yeah. Isn't now, see, it would make the... sense that if you're just peeing while you're in the water, then maybe, you know, your re- urethra opens up and then it can get in there. Like maybe it's attracted maybe... to the ammonia? It, no, it could be just an urban myth. Like, just don't piss in the fucking pool or in the water, motherfuckers. There's other people <laughs> around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Kandiru. Candace, didn't you change your profile picture to a Kandiru? <laughs> 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 is that the kind of fish it is? Yeah. <laughs> It's Seaman from uh, the Sega Dreamcast. It's Seaman, but it's my face because Charlie wow, was that's kind fa- of that's crazy because you have your face all over Seaman. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> irony. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a sea can. <laughs> I'll give you one, Tim. I'm so uh, they make it to the campsite, uh, and they're like, "Oh well, there's definitely a, you know people were camping here," and they just kick over this giant fucking turtle shell. Like, yeah, well, that's fun. Uh, we better keep going, though. They try to bust a cap and a leopard. Then the guide chases oh, it. Thank God they miss. Yep, yep. What kills me is that they were clearly really shooting at it because it shows the leopard. And it shows, like, the bullet hitting the ground and the puff of the dirt next to the leopard. For Well, the jaguar. It's not a leopard. The jaguar Is it in the same off. shot or is it just like something that they put in? It look it looked like it was in the same shot. I mean, I I could be wrong. I would you be surprised if it was no. the same I, shot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they killed so many animals <laughs> in this movie. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, people right. are hungry. And besides, you know what? I never had a jaguar sandwich before, so fuck it. We're here. <laughs> Maybe tasty, I don't know. Yeah, so they take a couple of pot shots at him, they miss, it runs the fuck away. The guy starts like chasing it, which why I don't know why you would fucking chase it. You're that gonna thing. lose that race. Yeah. Through the jungle? Come on. Maybe no, maybe it's like one of those things like if a bear attacks you, you're supposed to stand still, like make yourself as big as possible. Like uh, like really try to scare that fucking cat away. Oh man, I've been practicing for that for that years. That actually does work on cats. Like mountain yeah. lions, if you're hiking and a mountain lion's stalking you, you really do actually want to make yourself bigger and kinda you know, puff mm-hmm. yourself and up a lot. If all else mm-hmm. fails, you know uh the Yobo trick, what happened, right? You throw someone down on the ground and run away? No, finger up the ass. Because yep. stop any fucking mountain lion in the world. Every time. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tim, that's not how you finger pussy. Tim. We oh. Gotta... <laughs> All right, I missed it by that much. 
You come to your friends the next day, you're covered in scratches. You're like, I finally fingered my first pussy. <laughs> what are you got fired from that pet store, Tim? <laughs> I resigned. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you the uh, the easy out first. They're like, look, we don't want this to be in the news, so you just resign. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, the guy falls and uh, trips and lands into a bug-infested corpse. And then the professor throws up. And I love this. The guide's like, hey, I recognize these teeth. Yeah, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, what the fuck kind of line is that? Yeah, who says that? Who does that? What kind of work is this guide into, man? He's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my buddy Felipe. He was a really good guy. He knew the jungle. I'm like, hold on. He knew the jungle. You knew his teeth. What's going on in your life? <laughs> Either Felipe had like the worst fucked up teeth on the whole island that he was like a whole famous Which he or didn't. he had like he was a rich Felipe, he was a rich guy who was just doing this for fun and he like did some serious dental work. Mm-hmm. The diamond that grill. Bridge. He had a diamond grill. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, it matches this bite mark I got on my ass because we <laughs> showing off a scar. <laughs> nah. So, uh, but then... how would he see the bite mark on his ass to recognize his teeth? Somebody uh... else would have to go, like, "Hey, I recognize it. That matches up to the bite mark on That's your Felipe's ass." ass. Well, <laughs> That's I mean, Felipe's I'm... teeth on your ass. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so now they uh, set up their own camp. They kill. What the fuck is this thing that they kill? They said it was a. Uh... It's a muskrat. Oh shit! They yeah, said it was a, a, muskrat. Like a muskrat. That's and why I put I that song think... in the Discord today. Muskrat. Mus- I know. Muskrat I know that's why you did. Captain yeah. Antonio. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think it is a muskrat, though. I think no. it's a cat. A uh, catamundi. Oh, okay. All I know is they cut its fucking head off, rip it apart. Uh, I fast forward through this so hard. Yeah. They throw the the native dude some of his guts. Like, hey, eat this. And by the way, do a fucking rail of coke off of my knife. This is the craziest fucking yeah. coke I've ever seen in my life. Because, <laughs> he, first of all, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, all right? He puts the fucking coke on the knife, and he's got the sharp edge towards this fucking hostage's yes. face. And he's shoving yes. it under his nose. And then at one point, he takes a straw, and instead of snorting it, he blows it into the kid's face? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what well, kind of yeah, goes yeah. with the imperialism thing? Because the they're forcing natives, the drugs on them, right? Yeah, they they did Holy have them shoot coca leaves and stuff so that they would work harder and longer. I mean, it worked for the FBI in in all the ghettos with crack, right? Damn, Ash just picked a fucking deep ass disturbing movie. <laughs> this is up there with oh, Walker God. with Ed Harris. <laughs> You're just now figuring this out. <laughs> I saw it the first time. I saw it three and a half hours ago. Yeah. I guess that's true. I just there's Wait, so much history hours. behind this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is a lot. There's a lot. Oh yeah, and it's about to get really deep as we cut to the hopeless romantic uh, dragging a native woman around in the mud. Yeah, there's oh, so god. much mud. Oh my god, everybody in this movie will at some point slip around in some mud and get covered in it. I have so many questions about this that just inappropriate to ask, but. I had a feeling this was going to head into some strange territory of conversations. <laughs> okay. So basically we find out that there's a ritual going on because this woman, it turns out, committed adultery. 
The ritual, apparently, is that you tie a woman up by her ankles. No, we don't even know that. That's what the doctor is just hypothesizing, that that's why what's going on. Yeah, that's true. We have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> He's just making <laughs> shit up. Unreliable yeah. narrator. <laughs> and so he drags her by her ankles, butt-ass naked in the mud, right? That's it. Grab her by the fucking arms at least and pull her that way? Uh, yeah, or just leave her alone, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and- here's, here's what I'll say about it is that usually, I'll tell you, uh, probably about, um, I would say probably about 30% of people that I show this movie to get to the scene, and then that's when they have to turn, turn it off. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then the other 50% uh, get to the turtle, and that's when they have to turn it off. But, yeah, yeah this is, uh, you know, I'm like, listen, if Wait, you can't so nobody's made part, it past that scene? <laughs> very very few people have i could probably count okay. on one hand how many that have so. all right we'll so maybe there. we should put maybe we should put a warning in this episode real quick oh, we'll start yeah. it right here okay if yeah, you're you... gonna be seeing a, a woman use as a fucking plow god damn it tim okay <laughs> now we have to take this very seriously because i've learned on the internet you have to take things real seriously otherwise oh, people boy. get mad in at trouble you. so if you plow. are offended um, or sensitive to things like uh, people Sexual being, assault. let's say, yeah, gang raped. Uh, and then another gang raping that happens as revenge for the first gang raping. <laughs> uh, if you have problems with cruelty to animals. Uh, what else here? I got to think of another one. One hour into the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then then you might it's 47 minutes fuck you then you might want to like stop listening to this we'll go listen to the entity that's a lot more mild uh that might be more more for you no so animals anyhow. in that one at least so anyhow then he pulls out this wooden thing and i i, we, I feel like we needed brody on this episode because she might have been able to tell me what this thing was it's like a, it's so, just like a wooden dildo yeah, like a wooden thing. But it's pointed, isn't it? Yeah, it's pointy. Yeah. It's supposed to... It's not for pleasure. That's for I sure. wouldn't use that, no. No, thank you. It's not even ribbed. It's not... Right, it's, that's the problem. Oh, he makes a ribbed one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, this is a real DIY fucking dude. Plus, again, like... It tapers at the end, though, so that thing's gonna get stuck in places. It doesn't have a flare at the back of it. Oh, like, God. You know what I mean? And if it wasn't... And and so, uh, if you haven't... Yeah, that's why they put the balls on those things, right? Yeah, I I think so. So it doesn't get stuck up your ass would be be my guess. Uh, So, if you haven't guessed what he does with it just yet, let me tell you. He uh, ram jams it up her sniz. And... Do you ever see seven? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so that's... That's a lot of fun. And then, uh, so there's a lot of blood, you know, coming out down there. And that, that's not enough, though, Tim. Because this guy, he's got other plans. So he takes out, what's the second thing? It's, is it the same? No, it's, it's like mud. It's or just like mud. He, he, was, he took a mud yeah, ball and no, he was sticking something in it. What was he sticking into the mud like ball? It was like pegs. It just looked like wooden pegs. He was, yeah. or stone pegs. He was sticking into the mud ball. And then he shoves it up a cooch. <laughs> Yeah. So he takes, I think it's like a yam or something that he digs out. And then, yeah, he, he sticks like these uh, golf tees in it. And then. Wait, are you he, sure it was a yam that he took out of the ground? Because I think they bury other things in the ground, kind of. 
easily accessible. <laughs> yeah, true. And then he says, I am what I am. And then uh, Ram jams that up her sniz. So He yam jams it. Yeah. <laughs> he says, that's what I call a real stuffed potato. Oh, and <laughs> oh, then... So then that's not enough, right? That, that doesn't go so well. She's not into it. So he no. just f- fucking domes her with the wood thing. It just yeah. beats her about the fucking head until she's dead. And I'm like, God, you could have just done that part first. You know? No. Like, Pretty sure the suffering was part of it. But I always wondered, watching this scene, what they do to the guy. Because I guarantee you they didn't do shit that he slept with. That oh, hello. That guy, good. whoever yeah. fucks the most women is a king. That's oh, true. yeah. No, they probably wrote him a letter. They're like, dude, you got to not do that anymore. Right. Yeah, That's but funny because we way, don't know how to read I and hope, we don't know how to write. I hope you weren't attached to her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So then I do like that they give her the kind of like Viking funeral. They just load her ass into the boat and send her seaward. Like, shunk, later. But they don't light it on fire. We'll get to the fire later on. Ooh, the yeah. fire. Uh, yeah. So then the, the guide guy's like, all right, this is now I'm all coked out. So here's a good idea. I'm going to fire a couple of warning shots and then tail them. Like you said, this is the move, right? We, we startle them and then, and then tail them, uh, which they do. And then they find their camp. And Miguel, one of their other guides, he's got a real cool method of ingratiating himself upon the tribe. Oh, yeah. Power move, right? Yeah, I'll say this for as as many like uh, uh, breasts and and uh, vaginal areas as you see. You see a lot of dicks in this movie. Yeah, yeah, you really do. You really yeah. do. At, at this point, you kind of become numb to it. You've seen so much nudity, and not even sexy nudity. It's just people just hanging dong and walking around. Yep. You know, you yep. don't even think twice about it. So this dude just walks out there with his dick out with the captive guy. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a power move. Yeah. That dude's ripped, too. Yeah, he's in good shape, if it, man. Look, if you're going to get into a fight in a bar, oh, God. like I, I think I said it before, right? <laughs> First thing you do is don't rip your shirt off. Pull your dick out and then go to start the fight and watch how fast that guy de- de-escalates. And then if that doesn't work, you shove your finger in his ass, right, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Plan A doesn't work. You always got to have a backup. Tim, what kind of fights are you getting into? <laughs> Not many. Trust me. I had that one fight, and after that, everybody's like, uh, no, dude, do not get into a fight with that motherfucker, no matter this what. This guy pulled his dick out, dumped a bunch of fucking Wesson vegetable oil on himself, and then tried to finger my ass. I'm not going to fight him. <laughs> if anybody's ever going to go to prison for a long time, that's how you establish dominance. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was always what I love, is when they say, like, if you go to prison, find the biggest dude in there and beat his ass first. But it's like, if you can just beat the shit out of the biggest dude in the prison, then what the You're fuck is... You're king already. What are you uh, I think about? what it is, is supposed to be like one of those things where it's like, even if you're going to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you back. So they're just going to move on to somebody who won't fuck with them at all. I Why waste the effort of guess. maybe that guy gets a good punch in and fucks me up and I lose face. Let me go after that little kid over in the fucking corner who just came in with his fucking blanket. I mean, I would say just find the people everybody else is picking on and pick on that person too. That works in high school, so. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah, that's right. 
It's so much easier because immediately <laughs> everybody agrees with you. You just act like you've been there. Like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. He sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're like, oh, swastika tattoo? Totally. You know why I'm in fucking jail? That guy snitched on me. Yeah. Oh, yep. shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't I know that motherfucker? That's the guy that whipped his dick out and tried to stub his finger in my ass in the bar. No, stay away from that motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, the, then the tribe pops up, and they just start firing off darts, but right around Miguel's feet. He's probably, been there before, right? Yeah, they're, pro- they're probably trying to test to see if he's, like, a coward. I mean, his dick's already out. Like, and, and as far as Tim Yobo goes, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not the sign of a coward. Nope. That's a good but point. I, but, yeah, it, I think they were trying to test him to just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have that level of, like, confidence, though, in my ability to use a blowgun. Like, I feel like I I'd fuck know. that if up. If I had that guy's dick, I might have a little bit more confidence. No, I'm talking about imagine you're one of the dudes with the blowgun, right? And then you've already agreed with everybody. You're like, we're, we're just going to test him. We're not actually going to hit him with a dart. I don't I, know. I if feel you're like... good enough to pick a monkey out of a tree with it, you yeah, can but... probably shoot it at someone's feet. Hold on. This goes back to the firing squad thing. Who knows who actually fucking missed and hit him with the fucking blow dart? That's a good point. Yeah, that's true. It's all plausible yeah. deniability. Just at look that at the point. next guy next to you. Like, what the fuck? That hey, oh, you son of a bitch. Too? What the fuck did you do, dude? <laughs> <laughs> See, Tim, you always got the answer, buddy. So, yeah, it works, though. They're like, all right, you know, uh, he didn't flinch, I guess. He didn't get two for flinching. Then the tribe runs off, and I guess that's a good sign. Yeah, follow them. The whole time, this professor is just bad-mouthing the shit out of these natives. Oh, like, yeah. You're like, aren't you supposed to be the professor of anthropology? You figure he'd be more empathetic or or at well, least curious about what's going his, on. Uh, that's his character arc, though. That, that, that's how he grows, you know? that's So we see him in the beginning, and he hates these people, and then, you know, that, that changes. So it's it's not a very good character arc, but, I mean, it's, you know, something. Well... <sighs> Isn't he the most likable person in the movie? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, who's more likable? Some of the cannibals, I would say. Well, um, okay. well yeah. yeah look, By the end of the movie, cannibal. you're on their what side. What are you going to do? Yeah. Maybe the turtle. The turtle's pretty likable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking turtle. He didn't do anything to carry the universe on his shell. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to the village, and then all of a sudden, like, just some dude starts doing an interpretive dance. So that he can try to explain what happened, and he's screaming and flopping around. Then he goes over to some, like, hut that burnt down, and he's freaking out over there. And everybody's, like, looking like, what the fuck? I mean, the the group, like, the guides and the professor, like, okay, cool, whatever. So then he leads him over to uh, one of the native guys that got shot in the leg. And they're like, ah, shit. Well... That's probably not good, because whoever shot him probably wasn't using a blowgun. It's probably one of the four fuckers. So then they decide, okay, well, we'll give him a switchblade. That's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, it works, right? Yeah, because at first it seems like it's magical or whatever. I don't know. It's the whole, like, the gods must be crazy with a Coke bottle, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And later on, we'll find out about with tape recorders and uh, film. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So then we cut to dinner, where they're eating a trough of uh, the stuff. So, because enough <laughs> I thought is they never were gonna, enough. I thought they were going to be, you know, 
taking ayahuasca and tripping balls at this point. That would be good. Yeah, but no, is I, there I a think... Blu-ray in this movie? I'm sure there is. I I'm think sure there is, yeah. I mean, the rip of it that I have up on the blood bank is 1080p, so... Also, on, on uh, Shudder, it's 1080p, because that's where yes. I watched it. Yes. So they dig into the stuff, and then head back on the trail, where we find out that there's two tribes that are at war. There's the tree people. The people and... of the mist. Yeah, and then oh, the wait. assholes. That's Anakin. The swamp people. Would you rather be part of the tree people or the swamp people? Tree people, because tree people shit on the swamp people. <laughs> I don't know. This tree person does not have a good time of it because they just fucking smoke them out of the tree until they fall to the That's ground. That's true. I was like, wow, yeah. wait, women do grow on trees. God damn it. <laughs> they like smoke them out and then you go and they've got a bunch of other women there too. And I'm like, we're going to be eating good tonight, boys. <laughs> so Tim, well, I mean, you... they do, you do that to other animals, right? That's, that is a hunting trick. Some no, that is a hunting trick. Yeah. You smoke them out. Yeah. You smoke yeah. them out. Yeah. So Tim, the if ever you want to get a girl, all you got to do is smoke her out. Well, first you got to creep her out enough that she's willing to climb up a tree to get away from your ass. I'm sure that yeah. won't be hard for you. Yeah, yeah Tim, you. Sure. I got my dick out and I already sucked my finger off some guy's ass in the bar. <laughs> you want to go out? <laughs> Can Look, I get your I've, number? I've asserted my dominance. So, <laughs> so then they beat her ass. They drag her back to the rape and murder party that's going on with the rest of her group. Uh, and uh, So much rape. Yeah, just a lot of rape and a lot of murder going on. This is where if I had a sponsor, it would be so funny to just drop the ad right here. <laughs> just be like, and by the way, this episode of the Blood of Its Horror Show has been brought to you by Blue Chew. Have you ever found that you're not able to perform in a rape, a rape and murder party? party? <laughs> no, fuck Blue Chew. We're too, we're too blue for Blue Chew. Yeah. I can't believe they fucking like, yeah, anyhow. <laughs> so across the uh, river, though, it looks like some of the swamp people are uh, are going to, you know, rush over and, and attack. And we're going to have a big old war on our hands. I think that's the tree people. Oh, uh, it's the tree people. Okay, yeah. right, right. I think the ones that smoked the woman out of the tree were the swamp people. That makes sense. And this sense. is her, her, yeah, well, her tree come people coming swamp, to rescue her. The swamp woman's going to climb up into the tree? No. That's yeah. true. I just, I didn't recognize them because they weren't all in a tree, I guess. Well, they all so look exactly confused. the same. They're not wearing different, like, clothes or anything. Yeah. It's a little tricky with that part. So, then they the, the uh, over their dick. The guides decide, like, all right, well, we'll fire off a couple of uh, pot shots at people. So then that way there, you know, everybody will just run away, I guess, which helps the tree people. And they kind of go yeah, over. So and... they straight up just murdered a couple people, yeah. you know, just so they could get in the good graces. No, I think they just shot, like, up in the air and just scared the shit no, out of the tree people. two people dropped to the ground. Yeah. Oh, they okay. shot two people. Yeah, but... If... Yeah, that's true. So they did shoot a couple of the swamp people to ingratiate. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So they're like, eh, these guys are probably... Well, there you go. There's imperialism for you again, right? Yeah, yep. Play hey, the natives against each other. We'll help take other. care of it with uh, our military. Yeah, we'll give you a switchblade. We're going to teach you how to use a gun. No, we're not going to teach you how to use a gun. 
forget that. No, That's we're gonna keep that. We'll give you, look. We'll give you the switchblade, but we hold on to the big weapons. Yeah, we give you okay. the, the Scud missiles, but we keep the Patriot missiles. Anyhow, so they get led back to the uh, the Tree People's village, where they watch some ritual stuff going on, and then uh, the chief uh, gives them a watch. As like a gift, I guess. So I have written down this would be a perfect Timex commercial. Takes would... a licking, keeps on ticking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worked its way through tribe. the intestines of a cannibal, and it still works. <laughs> oh, that'd be such a great ad. You just see like a dismembered arm with a Timex watch on it, like with the blood and shit hanging yeah. off. Yeah, of and it. in the background, you see like people eating. You see like tribal people eating. <laughs> Just chowing down on some fucking monkeys. But they're kind of out of focus. Yeah. That'd be a great Timex ad. Somebody Photoshop that for us. I'd love Please. to see it. Yeah. So the professor's like, all right, I have an idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get butt naked and take a bath. See? Yeah. I told you, man. Look, when in doubt, mm-hmm. take the dick out. Mm-hmm. It's never gone wrong for any man in his <laughs> <laughs> Finish that sentence. <laughs> hey, it works out for this guy. It yeah. did, yeah. It really does because almost the second he gets into the water, what happens? Are you ready for the sex, girls? <laughs> A bunch of native girls just rush into the water with him and yeah, start. I'm playing. sorry, but correct me if I'm wrong. One of them really grabs his dick, right? Well, oh, yes. oh, yeah, they she were, does. Yeah. Grab it all over That's his dick what I was going to and... point out. That's what I was yeah. going to point out. By the way, hey. he did a lot of porn. Yeah. He did. Oh, he shit. Did. All right. All right. Because yeah, I was going to say, well, wait a second. I'm sorry. But uh, he looks young enough that uh, when, once that happens, he's going to be at high mass. But I guess it's no big deal for him. <laughs> well, you don't know how oh, cold no. the water was, Tim. He's going to have That's a big true. old orgy for science. There, have you ever heard of fucking cold cannibals? No, there are always some fucking warm climates. The water's not that cold. What? The water's not going to be cold enough for him to get any kind of shrinkage. That's true. So. That's not going to be cold water. Yeah. Yeah, but you've, you've just insinuated like that the people reference whether a cannibal is hot or cold, and I've never heard well, either I mean, of those what, terms. What kind of climates cannibals live? Okay, okay. Good point. I guess you have to be For the most to be... part, they're in the southern part, in the, the, the hot part of the planet. Oh, what about the Canadian guy? Oh, that's true. Oh, the German guy? Yeah, and but that's not, like a, that's not like a cannibalism as a culture. Yeah. That's just, you that's know. That's true. Oh, and where was that Japanese guy that went to school and ate the student? Where did he go to school at? Pretty sure it was Japan. No, it wasn't well, in actually, Japan that it uh, took place. I knew a cannibal. Oh, God. Go on. When I worked in the village, there was a guy who used to walk up and down the street, and he would come into the store once in a while, and we would refer to him as the rooster man, because he would have a cowboy hat on, and he had a rooster on his shoulder at all times. What? Yes. Like a live rooster? Live rooster, yes. Okay. And come to find out, after like maybe two or three months, and he had... The most beautiful fucking girlfriend you could ever imagine. It was one of those things where you were like, what the fuck is wrong with this picture? Because there's no way that that girl should be dating that fucking guy. I just assumed he was rich. 
he walked around the village with a fucking rooster on his shoulder. He's not rich. Yeah, I mean, maybe he had a big cock. Well, he liked to he... walk with his cock out. That was the thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. I was about to That's say. how we got around the fucking wall. <laughs> he took a he took a That's play how you out get of your book. <laughs> But, uh, well, not, uh, not too funny. Uh, it turns out that he killed her. He cut her up and he made soup out of her and uh, might have been feeding her to the homeless people in Thompson Square Park. Ooh. Yeah. Lovely. Wow. That's... Yeah. Think, so I don't uh, think that happened. Rooster happened Man, anything. East Village, that story will pop up. The but, rooster, yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knows him as the Rooster Man because... I mean, he's not yeah, the cannibal, but... you know? Uh, well, he was still? the rooster man before he was the cannibal. Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. They've come it's to like some things, like no matter what, like you do something in third grade and that nickname sticks with you for, forever, no matter what. Yeah, okay, all right, I see and it. Candace stepped on my joke where I was going to talk about how the villagers got angry and they came to snuff the rooster. Yeah, appropriate <laughs> lyric for it. But by the way, the uh, the village rooster man yet again another one of the bloody bits. Badass of the week. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for the story, though, Tim. It, it's uh, wonderful that you're just hanging out with cannibals. So, so they're like grabbing this dude's Adjacent. dick. Not next to them. Just just hanging them. out with them. It's yeah. like a buddy. You know, having beers with him after work. and So uh, the, the women are, like, grabbing this dude's dick. And I say women, but, like, another warning. Uh-oh. Similar. No, no, no. For real? What? I, I just have to say I worry about some of the people in this oh, movie's shit. age. That's fucking right. I didn't even take that into consideration. I... I wasn't fucking ID. No, no. So similar to Wild Beasts, uh, I would put another warning on this movie before you go ahead and watch it. Anyhow, (laughs) Uh, so then they kind of like coquettishly like run off, like oh come come chase us, and the professor's like, like this movie's gonna like kill things to like get to what it needs to do. Okay, yeah, it's hoping. they kind of rush off, like, oh, teehee, come follow us, you know? We, we've all been there. Of so course the he follows them. Well, he puts his pants on first, which is a weird move. That's weird, No, yeah. it's a good move, because you don't want to go into that fucking village seeing all the people running, or all the women running away from you with your fucking dick out. That time, you put your dick in. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a very good point. If you're the one guy chasing nine women with your dick out, you could definitely get in some some hot water. Let's just sometimes say. it pays to keep your dick in your pants. Okay, Tim, the occasional rock out with your cock out guy. I was like, but what's up with Lenny Kravitz? Big deal. They rush over to this fucking bone altar, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck was the plan? Like. Like what? Why did they lead him there? I think this is the hard versus soft thing, right? Like they got all excited and like, whoa, wait a second. Oh, how how can we get ourselves all unturned off? Oh, let's go to our religious symbol. (laughs) Or maybe Candace, maybe you're right because men are pretty stupid, right? So if you really like want to get us to pay attention to something, you, Mm -hmm. you just like grab our dick and then run away and then be like oh by the way the trash needs to be taken out i'm following you to the end of the earth (laughs) you're like well shit and i guess i gotta take the trash out i mean my dick is already out but maybe she'll touch it again after i take the garbage out exactly 
I can attest this works 100% of the time. Uh, yeah. It works to the point of if so. anybody's ever seen the movie Red State. Oh, I have, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I forget what that actress's name is, but uh, that she's able to pick up three teenage guys and get them to come back to a place to fuck her. So. No, she meets them online. She's like, hey, come over to my trailer for a good time. Bring your friends. We're but they still drink. saw her at a certain point and they didn't <laughs> run away, right? Yeah, so that is a real cult thing where they would send women out to go recruit mm -hmm. men. Yeah, that's yeah. in a lot of cults. Yeah, yeah. Very effective, by the way. A lot better than trying to sell fucking essential oils on Etsy. God damn. See, that's the other fucked up thing. Nobody ever gave me free drugs, and no chick ever tried to fuck me to get me into a cult. Yeah. I was just more interested in Asher's leading dudes to her bone altar. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you got to add to it somehow, so. That's yeah. a very good point. Yep. <laughs> and I have to admit, like, Beautiful bone altar, right? Very well composed. It's all the four people that were making the documentary, all like chopped and screwed and remixed, like Skrillex mm -hmm. was doing some shit with them. See broken camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the professor's like, well, shit. Um, huh. We should probably figure out what happened here. I'd be like, yeah, get... we're done. We found them. We're good. We yeah, guess what? I got enough of a documentary right here. It's perfect. It's fine. And guess what? I'm going back in the first swim. And you but know what? You guy. shouldn't have gone after them in the first place. If a bunch of jackasses go into the jungle and disappear, that's on them. That's nobody else's problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now... He decides, though, he really wants to get that footage. And he gets his courage up. Goes to their place where they have the cool fire in the middle, you know, and just discharges his gun and then throws it on the ground. And I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, you certainly got their attention, but okay. Mm -hmm. I took it as he uh, was shooting the gun a whole bunch in the air because he was getting all the bullets out of it and then he was going to give them the gun. Yes, that, that, that's why right. I, I interpreted it too, that he was showing them I mean, like, look, you know what this can do. All right, and I'm emptying it out, and I'm throwing it away, so you don't have to work. Well, they don't know he's emptying it out. Well, I mean, pretty sure they the don't other thing know too that. Is, there's a close up on this guy's face. And I'm like, does this guy have a fucking Hitler mustache? What? What the professor? The professor, because when you no. see his face in close up, he's got like a three day three day old uh, growth going on, but where the Hitler mustache would be, it is much more grown in. Hmm. Oh, maybe he was playing I... Hitler in a porn earlier. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Oh, You're not going to pay me enough to... I'm not going to do a Superman. That's it. Kind of fucking yeah. CGI that. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I mean, you could have just taken the bullets out of the gun. Whatever. And usually if you want to discharge a firearm safely, do it into the ground, not into the air. Because bullets yeah, do bullets land. Yeah, because those bullets will come down. Must come down. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Then his next move is like, all right, I've got this tape recorder where I was recording them doing one of their like jams, you know, so I'm going to play their jam back to them via my tape recorder and get their attention, which works. Yeah, it works. I did want to point out something in this professor's like mini character arc, because in the beginning he turns down the beer mm -hmm. and he turns down the joint that gets yes. offered to him. Uh -huh. But right before he comes to make the trade-off for the film canisters and the gun, he smokes a joint. 
Yeah, and that's then true. he was he would he you know objected to the woman being brutalized, but then he straight up shot one of the people with no problem. Like as further he goes into the jungle, the more he's losing his, you know, his humanity, his civilization. Yeah, that you know what, and it's funny. I had a note about that, but then I was like, I'm probably the only person that noticed he was smoking a joint here. So Candace, no, thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> Wait, how well, the fuck I, did that get past me? You were probably smoking a joint yeah, when you were watching it. You were probably smoking a joint. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm right. not like one of those primitives. Oh, Well, damn. the note that I have written down is once he starts playing the fucking tape and they all start going crazy, it's like, mm -hmm. stop jumping up and down on those fucking ladders. They don't look like they're very fucking sturdy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, I just have that we have like a battle of the band situation going on here because like he's playing it and then they're like, all right, we're going to do our thing. The crowd's going wild, right? Yeah. And then the guides are like, oh, good job, oh, dog. Be a show on Fox. <laughs> you just got us invited to dinner. <laughs> the dude's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, right. How the fuck does he know that that's what the invitation is for? Well, they drop down, a, they seem happy, and they drop a body down. Oh, that's right. In a book that says serve man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They pulled out their book. <laughs> And I think here we'll take a quick break so we can cool our rooms, get something to drink. And if this podcast goes for three hours, cut it into two pieces. Which, of course, it did. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Eddie Fuching, the Axe Jefferson. And I'm just cutting in here for a moment to let everybody know. You need to go check out at It's Ashers with a Z at the end on Twitter. Check out her podcast on Wednesdays. We talk weird and Tune in a little later this week for the conclusion of our show. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye.